Is that what you mean by winging it? Yeah, the Eugene way? Cool. <laughs> hey, I'm like, let, let's do that one again. <laughs> What's up, beer drinking fans? It's your host, Eugene Beer Mike, and I'm joined with producer extraordinaire, Brown Padre, and you are listening to Game of Beers podcast. And this is edition number two. You would notice we are a one podcast for short today with Death Stalker being ill or what's what's going on with him? He's got neuro. Oh, what an asshole. So uh, gross. Yeah, so we, uh, we're going to be doing this uh, as a duo instead of a trio today, but that's fine. Um, and we hope you enjoy this edition of the world's number one beer podcast rated on by us. That was good, man. Good job. All right, all right, and to start this show, like we do every other show so far, which has been one, uh, we are going to chug a beer. And in my glass, I have a Pillow Fist Hazy IPA from our friends at Old Town Brewing, which is, shit, man, just right up the street from uh, where we're podcasting at today. And uh, Brown Padre, what are you going to be chugging on this show? Um, All the way from San Diego, I just saw this for the first time a couple days ago, so I picked it up. It's Stone Exalted IPA. Wait, 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 wait. Stone made an IPA? (laughs) Yeah, and um, this is, according to the can, I know nothing about this because I don't really drink a lot of Stone anymore because they're just not that good. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I've been drinking beer a long time, and they, they were one of the best. Late 90s, early 2000s. Up until recently, they're yeah. one of the best. They just kind of, they got too big. They stopped innovating, you know, and... Well, also Mitch, Mitch left. Bummer. Yeah. So, um, but anyway. anyways, I picked this one up, and, uh... Let's time to this chug. Baby out. Here we go. Ooh. Ooh. This one wasn't as cold as last week, so that's good. All right, um, man, that, uh, that old town, that looks good, man. How, how is it? You know, it's uh, it's really nice. It, uh, zero bitterness at all. Um, it's loaded with citra mosaics and amarillo hops, which again are the number one hops in the world right now. Um, wait, wait, what's the number one hop? Mosaics and citrus. A one A one B. Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. amarillo is probably top well, five. I, I, top five is in hops. used a lot or I'd the best. The best. Uh, the best. I, well, I, I preferred Nelson. That's that, that's number three. Wow. <laughs> I think Nelson is by far the Simcoe best. Simcoe four? I don't know. Well, I mean. Yeah, Simcoe. Simcoe is kind of uh, gives you a nasty catnipy flavor. Um, yes, it's funny. My uh, my ex girlfriend can always detect Simcoe hops. Where I don't never get the cat piss uh, scent or scent or taste out of beer. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool hop to blend uh, with the other ones. For instance, Duet is uh, from Alpine. One of the best beers yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about uh, that last week. <laughs> I think I said Nelson IPA last week. But uh, 
yeah, the duet, which I've tried to duplicate many times and had two great successes, Amarillo and and uh, Simcoe, like two awesome hops, and they blend really well together. But Simcoe's versatile. It blends with Citra well. It blends with everything well. You can't do it by itself, though. I don't think, anyways. 100% Simcoe beer? Yeah. Can you? I've, have you? Maybe have you seen wait, it? Hey, maybe I'm wrong. If I am wrong, at me. Talk yeah. some shit to me. Let at, me know. At, Let me know. Give me a at, beer I can try. That's all. At Brown Padre. At Brown Padre. And that's not Padre like podcast. It's Padre. Okay. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> at Brown Padres. Yeah, perfect. But perfect. yeah, whatever. You won't find anyone else. Um, anyway, so the Stone, uh, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by it. They've, they've had some just kind of, I wouldn't say bad beers the last five, six years. It's just boring, you know. They all kind of just taste the same. This one's pretty cool. It kind of it has a chewy taste. Mm. Um, and Any bitterness in there at all? Really bitter, of course. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> really all right. bitter in the back. Uh, nice uh, aroma, nice taste up front. And it's got this chewiness that reminds me of the original Ruination. Wow. Um, Throwback Thursday. Yeah, it's a ch I, I love that chewy flavor. I, I, don't know how, I don't know how you get it. Because I've never made a beer like that, but it's I just love that flavor, and you don't see it around much anymore. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of like uh, it's granola y. Sure, sure, sure. Is there? I kind of get that of like some some rye beers every now and again too. Give me that bready sort of uh, flavor, but um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, bread bread is a great description. Yeah, it tastes like you're kind of chewing on a piece of bread. Um, anyways, I brought a few of these, so Eugene might can have one and, and let you know what he thinks about it. Chugging is a segment, right? Kinda. I, I mean, I guess we're chugging. I don't know, talking about anything. Anyway, first segment doesn't really matter. Uh, is, uh, we're gonna go to the beer of the week. And uh, my beer of the week um, is from a brewery in, of all places, Sparks, Nevada. Nevada, I love Nevada. I'm a big <laughs> Reno guy. Well, you know. Reno is in my America. Well, is it Re close to Reno? Reno Sparks is the same exit, I believe. Nice, <laughs> man. I, well, I'm already a fan. Uh, I actually went to, I think I went to an In-N-Out Burger in Sparks uh, last year, and it was, as always, amazing. But anyway, the, my beer is uh, from Revision, uh, Revision Brewing. It's called Jewel Box, and it's a 100% Galaxy Hop, Northwest style, or Northeast style, sorry, uh, India Pale Ale. And... I must admit, beer from Sparks was did not have me excited when we first started getting re revision <laughs> beers in here uh, two, three months ago. I, and, I didn't even know Sparks existed and, before revision started. Right, right. And then, and every single beer I've had from this brewery has been way above average. And I think you can agree with me on that. But um, I totally agree. And so, anyway, the Jewel Box I was saying, one hundred percent Galaxy Hops North Northeast style IPA, and it's ridiculously good. 6% alcohol, and it's one of those beers that I can't seem to put down once I start drinking it. And I will drink a four-pack in probably two hours. Wow. Well, that, that's an expensive uh, two hours because one thing about revision beers, they all come in four-packs and they're all yeah. expensive. Yeah, but, you know, money's no object when it comes to the deliciousness of a nice beer. That's true. Well, that's true, and that's what they're taking advantage of. <laughs> No, but I, that's a, that's a rad beer of the week. Uh, I'm I'm 
I'm happy to see it right in front of me. It's really right. cool. And I would say you can have one. You can have one of those four packs. All right, one sweet. of those one of the four packs. All right. I would say anyone in Oregon or Cali or anywhere else that they uh, distribute, go out and find this beer. Uh, Jewel Box is one of them. There's there's got to be five or six. Jewel Box. Uh, what is it? Planet Love. Uh, Planet Lovetron. Awesome. The one's uh, actually called Reno as fuck. Lord Luplin, which Reno as fuck was actually maybe my favorite beer I've had this year so far. That was an eight percent double IPA. And wow, they're they're sweeping your awards. Well, beer of the it, week and beer of the year. Well, you know what? I guess we could do like our you know quarterly beer awards. Maybe we that. that's a good idea for next week. Actually, we'll put that down. Uh, <laughs> All right, fine. I, I'm not a big beer awards guy, but maybe you can talk me into it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You know, you you produce, I'll host. Okay, how about that? <laughs> well, producer comes up with the topics, so that, that's easy. I like it. Uh, all right, all right, all right. And so, uh, so uh, enough about my beer. Uh, what, 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 what was in your glass this week that was uh, okay? Amazing. Okay, so my beer of the week, uh, I picked up a can of it. Um, either it was either the end of last week or beginning of this week. Uh, it's from a brewery called Wander. Wander, which is in Bellevue, I guess. I've never Bellingham. Bellingham, Bellingham whatever. I, I mean, I, I'm not a big uh, Washington guy, and nothing against you guys, but you your, said that last your state week. Sucks. You said that last week as you were drinking Ruben's beer. Hey, I keep an open mind. <laughs> uh, we're getting a lot of good beer from Washington. I agree. You know, I, agree. I, I, I hate based on the facts, right? So if you're producing good beers, I can't. I can't hate on you. But anyways, back to Wander. I'd had a few beers from them before, probably on tap. This is the first time I think I've had a uh, a uh, can of it. And shout out to my boy Bart. He actually kicked me down the can. Um, and that's how I got to try this beer. Um, something funny that happened. Uh, I had these people staying at my house over the weekend. Just random people staying at your house? Well, I have an Airbnb. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool. That's, that's, that's yeah, I'm one, of, I'm one of those. Oh, God. Which is ruining the rental market in Portland. Hey, Fuck you, Airbnb. Hey, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. I have a wife. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to complain. It's bringing in some money. Right, there you go. You can afford um, revision four packs now. Almost, yeah. <laughs> almost, yeah. So, it, anyways, uh, they were crushing this beer. They left so many empty cans. This uh, guy sounds awesome. Of Why? Wander. Uh, the, the, and the beer I'm talking about is called, I don't even think I've mentioned it. It's the glass is half full. Uh, it's just it was it was kind of just a really nice IPA, really juicy. Um, wasn't I, hazy. It was more uh, was, on the on the kind of unfiltered West Coast style, I'd say. It was an awesome beer. And uh, had a can of that. So yeah, they crushed a bunch of those and a bunch of Ranier's. So, so did you I'm, go, did, I'm pretty down with their beer choices. Um, did you go down and kick it with them? No, I didn't. But they were loud as. <laughs> Fuck, man. They were slamming it. beers and fucking crushing uh, ass. Dude. These guys so, sound awesome. Yeah, they do. Well, they, they're from LA. I'm not. Oh, all right. I'm from SD. <laughs> I don't. I used to live in LA though. I like LA. Um, but I will say, out of the loud people that stay at my house, they have the all been from LA. No, they've all been from LA. Why is that? I don't know. We got a lot of fucking really loud people from LA. Didn't they buy a bunch of Nikes too? They saying? bought a shit ton of Nikes and like. There was women with them, a bunch of high heels. They were just bogged. They spent Dude. so much goddamn money, Dude. just pumping money into the uh, Portland. Economy. That's good. That's good. So, so Sam's Airbnb. I will. I will admit that that's great. They're pumping money into the beer industry and the shoe industry, and that's what <laughs> Portland is known for. So, uh, you know, it, kudos to you, bro, for having the Airbnb. I'm just, just like, doing my part. You know, I'm <laughs> that doing my part. Crushing alcohol and shoe apparel. 
Um, I did want to do one shout out to, interestingly enough, uh, another Washington beer. Oh, I guess my God. And I mentioned them Dude. last week, but Ruben's. Move to the coup, bro. Move to the coup. <laughs> Don't you ever say that. <laughs> Don't you ever say that. But Ruben's was the best beer I had on tap all week was Ruben's. They had a hazy IPA called Grunge Guys Crush. I absolutely dug it. And save this for later in the show, but I'm trying to get Mike to get it for our uh, Reno, our little Reno party. But uh, anyways, limited as fuck is I believe was the text yeah. that was uh, going back and forth. <laughs> AKA with a laugh. L O L Z. But yeah, so the, there's our beers of the week. Good, good work on that one, Mike. Hey, way to go, round Padres. When you feel Next year, uh, let's discuss this uh, Willamette Weekly article that came out this week about the top 10 IPAs brewed in Portland, Oregon. And let me start off by saying here that, you know, the Willamette Weekly, it's, it's a fine publication. They're allowed to have their opinions. The writers are allowed to have their opinions. I, I you know, I'm, I'm not going to hate on anybody for liking anything that they find to be good or whatever. It's not, it, we know we're all, we're all different, but... Um, their top 10 IPA list came out this week along with a bunch of other stuff. And so it's always a, kind of a fun topic for people in the beer industry or people who just happen to drink a shit ton of beer to uh, dissect, hate on, love, agree with, disagree, mostly disagreeing. Yeah, uh, that, that's say. really why these things are made, right? To get people talking and whether it's negative or positive. Um, I wouldn't be as nice about Willamette Week. I think... I think they suck, and uh, all these lists they come up with, I think, are just really dumb. Well, my, like, I think they just reuse like last year's and just change a couple things, and you know. Well, it like, seems to me that they, you know, that the writers or whoever, who's ever doing the Willamette Week, you know, they know people around town. All right, see the same goddamn breweries and restaurants in every single one of their write-ups, and uh, to me, their tastes just suck, and, and they just, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but okay. you know it's we okay. are we are talking about Willamette, Willamette Week, so good good job with your top ten, or as, or as my dad would say, the the Willamette Weekly. Yeah, yeah, sure, the Willamette, <laughs> the Willamette. The article is called "We Tasted Damn Near Every IPA in Portland in a Blind Tasting Test." Uh, yeah, yeah, great. One of the things about IPAs is uh, you drinking them back to back can totally detract. They can detract from one another. I agree. Uh, I agree. So it's just like a stupid concept in general, but. Um, you know, we got the list, and here we are talking about it. So let's do it. All right. So first off, we're going to both say that we, we have not tried all 10 of these beers. And we've had a couple of them, I think, each. And we're actually drinking one of them right now. Um, so I'm not going to, like, hate on a beer I haven't tried because that's not how I would ever do Sure. Things. And one, one thing else I'll comment on that is one of the things I hate about their list is you can't even get these beers that they're putting in the top 10. So it's really cool that they're able to get them. And the breweries will make them specially for them, but well, it's, it's yes almost impossible no. to get after these. Yes and no. I mean, you can go. So we'll start off just like Great Notion, number one, right? Great beer. We can agree that Great Notion makes great beers. Um, they're all the Northwest or Northeast style hazy IPAs, which I'm not a. I'm, that's fine by me. And the number one is right. Yeah, no, they, they make great beer. Uh, I hate all, I hate their place, so I never drink them. But every time I have their beer, it's it's, it's great. Yeah, and you can miss that right. Really good. Really good. 
right? Yeah, I would have no no problem with I saying wish... that any any of the uh, whether it's Juice Box, Juice Junior, Ripe, whatever, any of their regular mainstays are you know, one of the best, beer. if not the best, IPA in Portland. So, so that's ripe off the bat. Number one, number two, interesting choice. McMinimins Thirty Third Street. I, I, IPA, obviously. Yeah, I don't so know what this is. This is a joke to me. McMinimins doesn't try to make good beer. They okay, so here, and here's where, <laughs> and here's where I'm going to stop you. Here's where I'm going to stop you. Uh, I was with a, oh, yeah. uh, my, my lady friend who's uh, not even a friend. I don't even, yeah, yeah, it's a whole other podcast. Anyway, with a friend of mine, and we're at the McMinimins in Eugene, High Street, typical McMinimins, old house, cool, funky, fireplace, warm. And they had, I want to say it was brewed by number, it was an IPA. And I was like, uh, okay, sure, I'll try it. It was a new beer. It was fucking delicious. It was fucking delicious. Awesome. And I had two of them. I like was like, gonna have, let's have one beer. She had a glass of wine. And I was like, yeah, I'll have a beer. And the guy recommended, you know, the server recommended this beer. I literally had two of them because it was that good. And then it's, you know, we're all like Hammerhead, Terminator, uh, Ruby, Ruby. And this beer was actually really good. So I don't know... Any anything about the third the thirty third street IPA from McMinimins Kennedy School, but I will admit that I did have a good IPA from McMinimins less than a month ago. No, that that's cool. Um, I, you know, but I understand McMinimins has from. more more than enough capability to make good beer. Right? Yeah, I mean, they, they're they're a monster in yeah. in the Northwest. Um, I was that down in in the Burbs at John Barleycorns actually a couple uh, months ago. Which, John Barleycorns. <laughs> I used to work down in Tigard. Ooh. Uh, so I'd, I'd hit that place up for lunch every once in a while, and yeah, they, they had they had some different some different beers on tap, and they were okay. They were fine. And right. I, actually, I think John Barleycorns is one of their. I think brew they, brew, they, they brew. They think they, they actually brew. They there. pump a lot of beer out of there. Yeah. So. so. Cool. Well, anyway, so McMinimins, you know, I think we can all be, we all can be indifferent about it, but as people who have lived in Portland or Oregon in general for the past. Any amount of time, you've definitely been to a McMinimins. You love or hate it. They're actually kind of a nice. The ambiance is always cool, and you gotta admit that it's like they're a cool place to go drink. Whether whether or not like what's what's in your glass is good or bad, they're actually a cool place to go sit down and have a beer. Yeah, well, McMinimins is McMinimins. Their places are cool. If you want to go to a place that has really poor service, <laughs> uh, you went there. Mediocre. I wasn't food, gonna go there. Super <laughs> mediocre food and. And yeah. mediocre beer against what Eugene Mike is saying here. Uh, maybe they're doing a little bit better, but it's still a cool place. You still end up going well, there, right? Up, like up, I still end up at Edgefield after, and John Barleycorns. I still end up at these places. After this they're, podcast, they're, they're they're Portland, you know. After this podcast, I'm gonna buy you a McMinimins beer, okay? Fuck yeah, more free <laughs> beer. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, Laura Wood, kids these days. Uh, number three, we, we had this one before. I, I would just comment more on Laurelwood. I used to like them when they had their their spot on Twenty Third, um, and then they had their place in Hollywood. They kind of consolidated and moved a little past Hollywood, down by the Gustavs. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah. even drink them anymore because they're you know I don't go I don't go out that far. You know, um, uh, just, just but I always liked Laurelwood when they were in when they were in town. I used to, I, I get my hair cut at. Uh, the barbers, the barbers, right across the street from there. And this uh, cute girl Ashley cuts my hair. She's fantastic because she doesn't talk to me while I'm getting my hair cut, which is great. I don't need the small talk bullshit about the weather. I don't have kids, so it's perfect because you don't have to ask me about my fucking kids. Um, so get my hair cut from beautiful Ashley, and then I just go across the street and always have a pint. 
And this was one of those uh, uh, beers I had there. And you know, there's like, I liked it. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't mind blowing. And so I'm curious if it's changed batch by batch because this was a while ago. So maybe they they kind of re, you know, re, like maybe they made the beer better. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, Laurel well, uh, Woods is one of those Portland mainstays. They've been around forever. They've probably been through twenty different brewers. So you right. just you never know what you're gonna get. They uh, their six packs came out, but it's contracted through some Midwest company, which actually. I'll comment when when uh, Workhorse was first bottled. Fuck, it was good, and I was pounding it. And you could get it at Whole Foods for like seven, eight bucks. I was drinking the shit out of that beer. That was nuts, um, absolutely nuts. But that didn't last very long either. Like my taste changed, or the quality went down pretty quickly, and the price, of course, it's not going to stay at seven, eight bucks for long. So um, let's kind of make our way through this list because it's kind of long. Interstellar Voyage, I think we've had. I, I mean, it's fine. It was good. It wasn't great. I, th- I feel like I've had better hazies from uh, Culmination, and I feel like that, that's a brewery that's up and coming, going in the right direction. I, I'm excited to see more stuff from those guys. Whatever, I think they're doing things right. However they brew their hazies, there's just something about the taste I don't like. Huh, it's, interesting. I'm not going to say it's the, it's uh, because it's a bad beer. It's just something about it I don't, I, excuse me, I don't like. Um... Next, number five is Juice Jr. We already kind of talked about Great Notion. They make good beer. Their place sucks. Uh, <laughs> the patios, in the summertime, that patio was nice. Sure, it's just always really crowded. Yeah, that's uh, that, that bad it's, service yeah, when I was in there. It's not their problem that they're, you know, busy. That's a good thing to Sure, have. yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, by the it, way, I, did, I just cracked open a jewel box uh, from Revision. Oh, dude, I got to catch up. Yeah, uh... That'd be awesome. So then we got lunch break from Breakside, which, which is that's funny. an ISA. That shouldn't be. That's a. a I kind of agree with you on that one because I feel it shouldn't like shouldn't be a, on an IPA list. It is a different beer style. Um, so and, and it really, and it, that was a big fad having session IPAs, which hopefully just goes away because the beers are fucking weak. You know, and it's fine. There's some that are better than others, but yeah, I'm not going to say If I'm crushing a beer, that. I'll have a lager, man. I don't need a fucking I agree. I empty, agree. I don't need a hollow IPA. I mean, they should just call them hollow IPAs. <laughs> they I have like no that. soul. I like that. And then, uh, so then we'll move on to number seven, uh, which is the Widmere. Oh, yeah. And we actually uh, picked up a growler because we were actually kind of right by the Widmere. Uh, yeah, we're in the Gotham building recording Gotham Studios here. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I just go. stopped by... Um, Widmer, which I never go to because I always thought Widmer was one of the worst breweries hold on, hold on. in the world. Little, I just had a little orgasm. I just had a little, <laughs> my first sip of the Jewel Box. Jesus Christ. Hello. That was a sight to see, <laughs> watching you go through that. Um, anyway, so we had the Oh Yeah. Uh, wow. What it, it's, uh, I guess that was fine is how we would have described that beer. Yeah, yeah. So The nose was way better than the, the taste. The beer is fine. It smells okay. You know, you could probably crush this beer. But so... I was as I was saying, I I never go to this place, but so they just did a they just redid their restaurant into like just a tap room. It's all you can do now. Let's go there so I right. went in. I just went in the first time. I would never have otherwise gone in, uh, but it was, it was actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah, cool man. Not yeah. not a bad place uh, for uh, you know someone who's from the suburbs to go hang out. Oh, at, you know? uh, the Bridge and Tunnel, <laughs> folks. Widmere Brupa. So I. O- overall, I would say Northeast Interstate <laughs> Avenue. Okay, no, I just made all that. Overall, I would say good work, Widmer, because um, you know they kind of have that dark, sure, boring, sure, sure. weird well, restaurant. But it was the restaurant too. Like if you wanted to have anywhere to take grandma and grandpa, that would be the place they would love to go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, now it's a kind of a fun tap room environment. Uh, it, it kind of feels kind of like a, a downtown place. Like, uh, what are those places downtown? Okay, well, don't, don't worry. Shane, about it. Okay, like, let's move on to uh, the next one's so ruse. This, this one to me is interesting. The ruse way with words. So I had two different friends text me uh, how good this beer was, and I didn't. I was not able to catch this beer on tap anywhere around town, and it's maybe because of my my laziness or my just. Being hung over like every other day, I don't know, but I was not able to find this beer, but I've heard it was fantastic, and I haven't had a lot of Ruse IPAs. I've had their uh, Creek and some farmhouse stuff from them, and I've enjoyed it. So this is a beer I'm going to circle big and um, really hope they brew again and get to try. So I, I circled it as well. I actually had never even heard of Ruse, so I wow. checked them out. They're brewing out of Culmination. Yep. Uh, got a cool website. He is opening up a brew, uh, sorry, not a brew, but just a brewery uh, on his own. So. Nice, nice. Um, and I'm, I'm the same as you. People have just been telling me this is like probably the best beer on the So we place. can both agree that we should uh, need to seek and lead into destroy <laughs> some yeah. brews beers. Yeah, so get, on that note, uh, the next beer is Destroya from Hopworks. And interesting choice. Again, I don't drink a lot of Hopworks now. Just because... I don't touch Hopworks. I never go there. They're right by my house. I can't stand them. Uh, wow. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and he also hates, uh, you know, uh, babies and, um, you know, kittens. So, wow. Good for you, fucking brown padres, uh, asshole. Um, I'm allowed to not like <laughs> shitty breweries, right? Is, is this... Their beers are not bad. No, they yeah. Just, they're they're they just okay. Having, they, now they're starting to adapt and trying to do some do new things, so I, I'm, I'm curious to try their and uh, their their takes on the northeast style uh, hazy beers. Do and they still have an amber on? I would uh, hopefully it's a amber lager is what I'm really hoping for. <laughs> and then finally, whatever hop works, we'll figure it out. Don't be mad. Uh, and then the finally, we're, uh, we're going to end up with uh, the East Gleason Mosaic IPA from Monta Villa. As my rich friends from that aren't rich at all from. Uh, a certain bar called that neighborhood, but we say Montevilla. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say uh, we're not in uh, California here. It's got to be Montevilla. Yeah, yeah. Montevilla. So again, I honestly have never had anything from this brewery. Uh, maybe it's on my own. Just I to, have. I like them. I like their brewery. Really? A small little brew pub. Really? That's my style. I like. I like small breweries. Um, I like. It's a neighborhood place. Uh, I like the Montevilla neighborhood. Um, I like their uh, Mr. Plywood. Big up plywood. And, uh, well, there's like, I like, and the, I pizza, like the pizzeria over there is pretty good. You got Roscoe's. And fucking, I love Who Roscoe's. Like Roscoe's. So like you could you could do a, a thing like a trip to the other side of Mount Tabor, which is where Montevilla Montevilla is. Bye, and, uh, have a Roscoe's or have a few um, Montevilla. God, that's hard to say. Um, yeah, I'm from I'm from San Diego. It's, it's hard to say Montevilla. <laughs> So uh, stop by their brewery, have a few of their beers, and then just go over to Roscoe's and crush ass. And you can actually, if you sit at the bar at Roscoe's, you can order from the uh, sushi the place. The sushi joint's really good. That's uh, that's a that's an awesome uh, thing to be able to order sushi at a rad there's tap also house. Like, there's like some like a rad Indian restaurant right there. There's uh, what's that southern the country cat right there. There's that's some other dive street. bars around there. Yeah, it's that's a super cool area. It's to a hang super out fun hey, you know, maybe we'll do a podcast live from fucking. Montevilla. Fuck yeah, dude. Hey, Montevilla, hit us up. Uh, uh, give us a space in your corner. We'll, we'll hook this up. We'll throw a party. Oh, uh, yeah. Booyah, Montevilla. We'll bring all our fans. Uh,
Topic with the ten best what someone thinks about IPAs. In yeah, the sorry I rambled on a little bit. Yeah, that's what he does. Eugene, yeah, that's what he does. I, I have a hard time finding my train <laughs> of thought, man. I've got Swiss cheese brain. Yeah, dude. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, um, you know, on, on that note, let's talk about uh, some of these like sellout breweries, and it's it's obviously it's been a huge trend. It's kind of slowed down uh, over the last year or two with kind of the weird transition that uh, craft beer is making. Um, when it comes to uh, big breweries and, and sales, um, uh, I think we're going to do it on the next podcast as far as just like the, the rise of the the small to medium sized breweries. Uh, but anyway, um, the sellout breweries, and we're talking about breweries that we used to love and have now just fallen into the corporate greed of, you know, preach on. <laughs> yeah, money over, you know integrity maybe and i don't want to say that because i'm sure you know people put their heart and soul in beer and i understand that but it's just like but things have changed now we're just like hey you know like if i get the almighty dollar it's easier to do that than to just keep coming up with awesome new recipes for beers and and, and, and growing with the industry and taking chances so um you know in particular like certain sellout breweries like you know years ago 10 barrel got bought and that was a brewery that was like super stoked they just hired this uh this guy sean kelso uh, from Barley Browns, and who was making some of the best IPAs um, in the middle of nowhere in Eastern Oregon, and they brought him on a timber, and I'm just like, holy shit! Like this is a place now where I can start trying this guy's beer. They did get like really good overnight, it seemed. It yeah, seemed like they yeah. hired that guy, and they went from like a dog shit brewery to yeah to really really good overnight. Yeah, yeah. and um, and then I think that was kind of like maybe like the business model. Their, their or sorry, like their their idea uh, to do that and then to move um, into basically selling the company and getting millions of dollars and then just being sure. Well, a place you know, that makes beer and so starts to innovate. All the sellouts happen obviously for different reasons. Um, you know some. Some of them were breweries that probably just got great offers, um, and then yeah. some of them were, you know, they planned to do it the whole time. You know, you take one like uh, I actually wasn't even thinking about this one, but the one from San Diego that was a bunch of like skaters and surfers. Saint uh, Archer, Saint Archer, Saint Archer, and they're like, "Yeah, bro, we're starting a brewery," and then they just, you know, they're around a couple of years and they sell for who knows how much to Miller. Um, like, still, like that's fucking stupid. And Tim Barrel, same thing, ramped up, ramped up just to sell. Um, one of the things that hit close to home for me was Ballast Point. Um, Ballast, Ballast Point's been around forever. I remember when it was just a homebrew shop, um, and they would uh, pop frickins in the back, like on Fridays. Um, then they released their Pale Ale, and they went from that to the biggest fucking brewery ever and sold the Constellation brands of all Wait, things. Can you, you can see how can they ramped believe, up. Can you believe a billion? Like, a, I mean, imagine like you and I starting a company and someone giving us... Like, like put, putting a, like, you know, like ten, how many zeros is that? I'm yeah, no, I mean, you can, like, un I, I, you can understand I, why they sold my out. My hand would be shaking trying to sign that as but fast as I could. They also leverage the shit out of their, their company. I mean, sure. if you see their production facility uh, at the end, which even when they were started opening up that, that huge one and they were going to open up another one, um, I had already kind of soured on them, but, you know, now I don't even touch them. And, and in general, I won't drink any sellout beer. 
even if I have to, I'd rather just not drink, which is saying a lot for me. Well, here's the thing too. It's funny to me because like I'll drink a Budweiser because I know that it's so it's it's always been sold out. So I like literally have no problem drinking a bottle of Bud, but I like I'll put I'll, I'll feel like literally like anxiety and like. Stressed over drinking like a ten barrel joke. Sure. I'm like, oh, these guys. You know what well, I mean? It's, it's a huge, is, it's it's a huge fucking, difference. I feel like that's fucking weird. I don't know. No, it's not weird. It's a huge difference, right? So Budweiser, InBev, whatever you want to call them. Right. This was their strategic plan. They they were losing market share. They were they tried and failed for a decade to make their own quote unquote craft brew with the stupid shit like uh, their blueberry Hefeweizen uh, or whatever, and that stupid uh, fucking amber ale. That anyways. They failed, right? So what was the next the next thing? Let's just fucking yeah. buy a big chunk of the market. And actually, they tried another thing. They tried to do the distro with uh, the Northwest companies, and they Which were getting is smart. And Woodward well, was actually it, really smart about how they went about that. Too. They, they were like, getting fifty percent. They were getting we're pennies on the dollar, you know, di- this distributing the Northwest breweries, and then that wasn't enough for them, right? So they decided, well, let's let's just have the whole pie. You know, let's buy. I think they ended up buying five percent. Of the craft, well, no, they, they, they of the of craft brewers alliance. It was, it was, it was like I think they sold them forty nine percent. No, no, no. I'm saying after like the ten. Oh barrel, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. After that, the run on, right. they bought about so they bought about five. Maybe should have done a little more research of the craft brew industry, and so what? Uh, the result of that is now when you go to the store, there's just no independent brews on the shelves anymore. Uh, you have, you know, you have the big ones still. You can see Stone every once in a while. You can get your, uh, yeah, but, you know, you shop get, at, your Sierra Nevada. I shop at Whole Foods. I have a lot of, I'm, I'm rich, so it's like, so I don't, you know. Yeah, but I end up, <laughs> I end up at Freddy's. <laughs> just kidding. I end up at Freddy's or Winks yeah. or uh, you know, Safeway all the fucking time, you know. And 30, I don't go into a store and not 30, buy beer, Mike. 30 different skews of Budweiser and 12 ounce, 8 ounce, 12 pack, 18 pack. Cans, bottles. It doesn't matter Bud what Ryan. I go in a store for. It could be like diapers. I'm buying a six pack of beer too. You know, this, this, I never, I That's bought breakfast yesterday and I, bu- I walked out with three six packs. I went to get a bagel. Oh, wow. Well, it's funny. See, I don't necessarily don't always buy beer, but I don't, I do not ever not walk down the yeah. beer. Well, right yeah, at least walk down. <laughs> just like, pardon me real quick. And I'm like, you know, just yeah, just looking at things like yeah, just checking it out. Just you know, it's like it's like it's like every like two hours when you just open up your fridge door and like look inside, you know, making, making sure everything's still in there or like something maybe it just like awesome it happened in the fridge while you were, didn't look for an hour and a half and then yep no it's yep there it is it's all it's, yep just like I left it. <laughs> so that's the beer owl uh, to me. Okay, uh, back to the topic. Uh, one other brewery. Um, is to me Firestone. Oh, they man. sold, I guess, half of the company. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, which uh, Lagunitas had done that too, right? Well, now Lagunitas being one hundred percent. Well, they no. they sold fifty, and then a month later, like fuck it, take all of it. Yeah, right. Um, they got a million. Firestone also. was one of my favorite breweries, man. And they're Central Coast. Uh, my in-laws are from there, so I spent a lot of time. I've uh, been drinking. The original, their original beer that was around was the Double Barrel. I used to crush that. Ah, oh, I never liked it. You know, it, it is what it, it it was what it was. You know, sure, it's like sure, back sure. in the day, that was a good beer. Um, so there's some nostalgia behind it. And then you know, you had Pale Thirty One was the shit. I do. I enjoyed Pale Thirty One. Love that beer, dude. Union Jack I, was the hardest hitter. When it first I never liked beer. Union Jack. It's just seven too and a, bitter, dude. Seven and a half percent. Come on, man. It's just like, too bitter. It was like eight ninety nine six packs. Couldn't keep that stuff on the shelves in my local store because like it was just like everybody's buying that beer. Yeah, you know. 
Well, then, well, yeah, then Parabola, and you got Sukkot, well, yeah, Ab- Abacus. And, then you, you have know. the barrel-aged beers, and I, I used to think Heaven on Earth was their barrel works down in uh, just north of Santa Barbara, Buellton. God, I love Shout out there. to Buellton. Shout out to Buellton. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Santa Inez. Uh, What's up? That was a great, that was a great place, because you'd go and you'd get like eight barrel-aged, like dark beers, and then eight of their sours, all at the same time. It's as nuts, which is uh, nuts. Which now I would, I just, now when I'm driving up to 101, I don't even look at that place. Now that there's sellouts, it sucks. It, it breaks my heart. Well, you know what also breaks my heart? What, Eugene Mike? <laughs> so you know what? Bad beer. But you know what? In, in, in this, in, 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 and by saying that, I mean Parabola this year. Oh, yeah. God damn, how did they, they, like, that was like the creme de la creme of Barrel Lights beers. And they brewed it at Boulevard because they're both owned by the same, I think, uh, conglomerate or whatever the no, fuck you want to no, put it's it. Duvel. Duvel. Uh, so Duvel bought, like, Omegong, uh, yeah, Boulevard, half of Firestone. And then, so I saw the future. I was in Belgium. But they fucked A year that and a half ago, and they're already shit. in Belgium, right? So they're, like, competing with, um, and so what you're going to start to see when you go to Belgium is Ten Barrel and Firestone Walker. Oh, you know fuck. what kind of bullshit is that? Like, how can you uh, invade Belgium? Uh, you know, when I was in Germany last time, terrible IPAs. I would, I would have, I, I would have, you know, gave my left nut for a pint of fucking Joe at some point. Though, just had so many goddamn Hefeweizens and lagers and well, sure, you, know, you got to bring beers you got to bring some beers. with you, man. I brought, I brought some Wanderlust. To uh, Belgium, it's a bold move for this specific Ooh, reason. Yeah. The only guy that brings beer to Belgium. Well, because it's like <laughs> you said, you know you're going to get tired of all these. Uh, I hear you. You go through the list of all I the awesome Belgian beers. Um, I would say I didn't get tired of it, and the IPAs came in handy because I traded them. Belgian Ooh. Belgians love fucking West Coast IPAs, and they can't get them fresh over there. So I brought some fresh Wanderlust 22s over there, and they ate that shit up, and it was great. You know, uh, that's a great point, and it's it's funny to think that now oh, we're getting way off topic. Again, but like, <laughs> yeah, in in Europe, like you know, like the beer, you know, Mecca, which you know, Germany, sure. Belgium, yeah. you know, all these places. It's just like America was a shithole in beer forever, and now it's just like now it's like fuck that, dude. We make it the well, best beer. This in is the world. A, this could be a topic for another show, but it's all about the West Coast IPA. It changed the fucking game. Absolutely, it, it made it made beer big or craft beer big in the states. It's also the envy of hardcore beer drinkers in Europe because they don't get these insane uh, fresh IPAs over there. And maybe they're starting to now, but. It's like having a having a an IPA that was made like three days ago is like heaven on earth. Yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, um, anyways, I, we're way off topic here. I, so, I, what I, we want to say is fuck sellouts. I, I, and you know, yeah. <laughs> and don't you know, drink, don't drink sellout beer. Go to your you local, know, go to your local tap room, drink local beers and small breweries. Those are the true yeah. artists making beers these days. And on that note. Brown Padre has spoken. Let's lay it down tonight. Let's lay it down tonight. In your cut Right up in your cut. Down by the fire. Down by the fire. Let's lay it down. Lay it down tonight. 
close to close this uh, second amazing podcast of the world's greatest beer podcast. We're going to talk again about our little Reno part, uh, little Reno party. Sorry, uh, I've had a couple IPAs at this yeah, point now. Eugene, Mike, how's that uh, cave coming? I know we're trying to find a super special cave. You know, we're still working on it. We got uh, so it's we're doing this on a Thursday night here in a rainy, shitty fucking Portland, Oregon. Uh, so we're so we're a week we're uh, a week away from uh, a week from today. I've already been betting on the conference tournament <laughs> games the last few days. Shout out to my boys, Georgia, beating up on. Them fools from Missouri. Uh, anyway, uh, so we're gonna we're, we're doing a keg. We want to have maybe multiple kegs, and um, it's a fine line because you don't you no one's ever gonna be no, you're never gonna make anybody happy with a keg. It's never gonna happen. Hey, no, it does happen, man. Oh, we, we proved wow. it. Uh, come on, we proved because it. Because with dual kegs, with a single keg, I feel like it's, someone's gonna be like, ah, that's true. Too that's much. true. I didn't you know see anyone I mean? hating on that boneyard bonafide. No, I didn't see anyone hating on Operation Vacation. No. Uh, you know, actually, one year, didn't I get, like, a fancy uh, wheat beer from Upright? I don't think anyone liked it. So no. I drank the yeah, whole goddamn yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> See, here's my dude. If, 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 uh, if, if Hot Valley didn't sell out, it would be Bubble Stash this year. 6.2. Have you even tried that beer? Probably not. Uh, no, I haven't. I have and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But I'll, I'll take your word for it. They use the cryo powder bullshit. Another subject for another podcast. But anyway, um, so this, yeah, so this Thursday, uh, hit us up at... Uh, uh, Brown, Brown Padres or Eugene Beer Mike. Uh, let us or Game any. of Beers PDX. Or you can hit up Death Stalker at Ice nah, Fuck Death Stalker. He uh, should be back next week. Death once Stalker, he gets rid of his disgusting yeah, disease. He might be dead. Yeah, he might be dead. He's literally stalking death himself <laughs> right now. Uh, but so, so what, what, what have we done on the menu too? So we're obviously going to be a, a keg of awesome beer. Uh, you're going to do like a, uh, what were you saying? Uh, sand, okay, uh, I'm doing uh, tri-tip. Tri-tip? Tri-tip. I'm going to try to do traditional tri-tip with, you know, the the bacon pork and beans love it and the french bread and oh, yeah maybe the macaroni salad i, I don't know we'll, we'll see and then uh we got justin quinn is gonna hook up <laughs> chick-fil-a a big old box of nuggets we're going we're nugget nuggets butter. all over the place about 5 p.m so if you shout stop out by at five shout out to chick-fil-a 185th hillsborough <laughs> Probably we love some... you guys. If you want to uh, sponsor the podcast, hit us up. Let yeah. us know. <laughs> it would be the right thing to do to kick in some free nuggets. Um, so, yeah, if you show up about five or six, there should be nuggets and some probably some tri-tip le- later right. left. Uh, and uh, uh, beer, obviously. Um, yeah, there'll be ke- ke- kegs of beer. Uh, Friday, we're going tacos. I'm going to make um, carne asada tacos. I'll so you, when you're making carne asada, what do you like? What, what, what kind of steak are we using here? We're going flank. We're going like a skirt steak, like a thin thing. No, thin I'll just thing where well, we can since I'm feeding marinate. a lot. When I'm feeding a lot of people, I'll go to Winks and get their like whatever their carne asada cut is. You know, they slice it real thin. Yeah. If I can, I'll I'll try to find the nicest stuff I can. But I'm gonna buy a shit ton. Probably marinate it for three days or so, Ooh. and then just grill the shit out of it, man. I like it. I like uh, it. I'm also gonna do carnitas. Um, so the way that I make carnitas is probably not traditional, but I crock pot it the first day and the next day I, I fry it up. So that's it's nice that's, and crispy. That's traditional as fuck to me. Um, and then, yeah, I'll make a fresh pot of my, uh, pinto beans. Love it. And I'll ask my wife to make her Spanish rice. Ooh. Uh, yeah, it should be a full spread, man. Awesome. Well, um, I gotta admit that, uh, I'm hungry now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to, uh, a little Reno. So again... If you all want to party, 
hit us up at uh, Brown Padres, and uh, we'll give you we'll give the address or a game of beers PDX and uh, Eugene. Beer. So that's gonna do it for the uh, round two. Numero do so. Two man crew tonight. Good work, Eugene. I uh, love the uh, Brown Padres, and uh, we hope that uh, Death Stalker feels better. Um, like I said earlier, I hope he's not stalking Death because that would suck. He's our boy. Yeah, come uh, back to us. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it's been a pleasure. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Tell your friends. We got plenty more info and fun stuff to talk about uh, down the line. Uh, as for next week. The subjects are going to be amazing. I can't wait to fucking talk to you guys about it. Uh, I'm Eugene Beer Mike. Follow me on Twitter, Eugene Beer Mike at Twitter. And we got my boy Brown Padres. You can follow me at Brown Padres at Twitter or on Twitter, whatever. And then uh, the show is at Game of Beers PDX. You can hit us all up on that. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it has been. All right, good show. Bye.